Hello and welcome to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM and WKRM Radio, your hometown news broadcasting from Columbia, Tennessee. I'm your host, Tom Price. Today is Tuesday, November 7th, and we start as always with local news. A local minority group has spoken out against Columbia Central High School principal Michael Steele in regard to a certain song choice used during a September football game. The song in question, Jason Aldean's Try That in a Small Town, was allegedly used in a pre-game video montage honoring Columbia High School players over the years. It was also chosen mere months after the song of which the video was shot in downtown Columbia raised national controversy. The process in choosing the song for the montage remains unclear. The issue centered around how some viewers interpreted the news clips used in the video and the song's subject matter included themes that could be considered offensive to some. In response to the song's choice, local Murray NAACP representatives issued a letter to Steele and other school leaders following the September 29th game, voicing their grievances and requesting a meeting to discuss the matter. This song has already been banned on several media outlets and social platforms across the nation, Murray NAACP President Terry Hanna stated in a letter. We want to go on record that as an organization, we have received numerous complaints and calls voicing major concerns. We are troubled and very concerned that the special programming at the pregame included former players from multiple classes of football players in the history of the school were present, and this song choice was very insensitive and a divisive display that they and their families were exposed to. The disturbed looks on many attendees' faces visually expressed their disgust. Over the past couple of days, complaints and negative comments turned into a full week of disbelief, he wrote. The letter goes on to request a meeting to discuss the song's choice, as well as raising awareness as to the sensitivity of taking community members into consideration who might consider it offensive. As a local organization that supports all people and inclusiveness, we cannot help but wonder what the intent of the choice of this song that has already caused major division and chaos across multiple communities, states, and regions in America, the letter states. We are requesting a meeting with you and several leadership representatives of our local organization to provide an opportunity to ask your reasoning in an amicable and professional setting, the letter stated. Steele and other Murray County school representatives did not wish to give comments at this time regarding the issue. In speaking with the Daily Herald, Hannah said initially there had been communication between Steele and the NAACP following the letter submittal. However, progress appears to be at a standstill for what the organization requests and that no formal meeting has yet been made or agreed to. We asked him to have a meeting with us, but he chose not to meet with a committee of people, which I didn't care for, Hannah said. We plan to reach out again and have him meet with us. Hannah added that the issue hits home personally to him as he was one of the players on the Columbia High School field at the time the song was played. It was played on a night that we were that were honoring the all-black high school football team, along with past players of the local Columbia Central High School, of which I was one of the athletes also, Hannah said. When we were out on the field and the song was playing, we were like, what's going on? Hannah later said the ultimate goal is to simply ask Steele to present a public apology for the song's choice and to discuss why it could be a sensitive subject for some. It's not about apologizing to us and our organization, but to do a public apology because it did it. He did it in a public setting, Hannah said. That's really what we want. It's not asking much. And with him being the school principal, he could do it during another football game. He did it at the game. And so why can't he make the apology at a game? We're definitely not through with it and are still awake on all of this, he said.
Yesterday, Columbia Noon Rotary presented the annual Firefighter of the Year Award. With more is Front Porch Radio's Delk Kennedy. This is Del Kennedy, Front Porch Radio. This afternoon, I'm at fire station number two. I'm talking with Captain Will Craft, who is the recipient of the Noon Rotary's Award for Firefighter of the Year. Captain Craft, congratulations. Thank you, sir. All right. How long have you been with Columbia Fire Department? Since 2005. I think that's 18 years. All right. Well, thank you for your service. I'm also talking with Assistant Chief Jeremy Finley, who has presented the award uh, and helped select the recipient of the award on behalf of the Noon Rotary of Murray County and Columbia. And uh, Assistant Chief Finley, what does this award mean, Firefighter of the Year? So Firefighter of the Year for Columbia Fire and Rescue, uh, of course, it was presented by the Noon Rotary Club. Uh, for us, it's really hard to pick the best firefighter when we have so many good firefighters. Uh, so basically, this just means that Will was presented this award for all of his hard work and all of his effort that he's put forth this year. Wow, that's amazing. Give us some examples. When you were picking Will as the award winner, uh, what came to your mind? So uh, what Will does for us is educational and, and training. Uh, Will is on the forefront of our training program here. Uh, last year, we started our first ever in house fire recruit academy so we brought firefighter or brought people in off the street and at the end of that eight weeks they became firefighters uh, so we give them the basic knowledge to become a firefighter uh, will is very key in that he's the instructor for that entire eight-week class and uh, it works so well that we've done a second one this year so we've already got another recruit class going i think they're in week four now and uh, the, the program was such a success that we have outside departments now wanting to be a part of what columbia is doing uh, and will will he's the uh, spear of that he's he's on top of making that happen all right, Will, how does it feel to be Firefighter of the Year and receive the Rotary Award for Firefighter of the Year? It was awesome. Uh, very humbling. Uh, I wasn't expecting it, but it's great to know that my peers think highly of me and we're able to uh, share that with them that day at Noon Rotary. All right, there we go. Again, Del Kennedy, Front Porch Radio, with Captain Will Craft, recipient of the Noon Rotary of Columbia Murray County's Firefighter of the Year Award, and with Assistant Chief Jeremy Finley, who uh, participated in picking Will for that award. And uh, thank you, folks. Again, congratulations, Will. Thank you, sir. Thank you. The city of Spring Hill has approved two resolutions to end its office lease agreement with Worldwide Stages early and enter into a new lease with John Mayer Builders. The city will now lease two floors of more than 12,000 square feet at 8060 Station Hill Drive in Spring Hill for five years and three months starting this month. Worldwide Stages told the city the space would no longer be available after the lease agreement expires in June of 2024. The city's development department has been housed at the Worldwide Stages on Northfield Lane. Earlier this year, Spring Hill signed a lease renewal through the updated expiration date. City officials increased the amount of space leased at Worldwide Stages, as well as accepted an increased rate per square foot to $21.11. The city also added early termination terms to the lease agreement with Worldwide Stages. The last 90 days of the lease agreement increases from the current amount of $9,043 to $12,471. In addition, Spring Hill officials approved a resolution to initiate the early termination with Worldwide Stages at the Board of Mayor and Alderman meeting. They also approved the new lease agreement with John Mayer Builders in which they will not pay for the first three months of the agreement, October through December. In January, the city's new rental agreement will cost $22,524, which is about $22 per square foot for the new space. The cost increases each year after that. 
At worldwide stages, the city has been leasing 5,141 square feet. Now, Spring Hill will have more than double that amount of space, which city administrator Pam Kasky noted should be taken into account when seeing the increased cost. Alderman John Canapari expressed concern about waiting until this short time frame, saying now they are, quote, scrambling to find space. Considering that our lease with Worldwide Stages was entered into years ago, we had plenty of time. The city had plenty of time. City staff had plenty of time to plan ahead to move these people, Alderman Canapari said. He said he has concerns about spending the city's funds on rent. Just like anybody else, Canapari said, it's really a sad way to spend our money, our citizens' money, instead of having a building for us to own. Alderman Trent Linville said this allows the city time to figure out what to do next. If you've looked for commercial space in Spring Hill recently, you know that there isn't much available, Alderman Linville said. That puts the ball in our court. If we need space for our staff, do we want to build something? Do we want to buy something? Or do we want to rent something? He asked. Linville said because of the current capital improvement projects the city already has, for example, the new police department facility, they need to continue to consider other needs like roads. I believe that this rental agreement provides a solution without impacting our debt capacity for other important projects at this time, Linville said. The voting result for the lease with John Mayer Builders was 5-2-1-1. to to Jim Hageman, William Pomeroy, Jason Cox, Matt Fitterer, and Linville voted in favor. Brent Murray and Cara Canapari voted against. Kevin Gavigan abstained and Vincent Fuqua was not present. The resolution to end the Worldwide Stages lease was passed 8-1 to with all in favor except Fuqua, who was not in attendance. Recently, firefighter Captain Phil Mash was awarded the Johnny Gaines Award for his service to the community. Our own Delk Kennedy stopped by to learn more about Captain Mash's honor. This is Hell Kennedy, Front Porch Radio. This afternoon, I'm at Columbia Fire Department Station Number 2 out on Lyon Parkway. I'm having a good time visiting here. I'm meeting with Phil Mash, Captain Phil Mash, who is with Columbia Fire Department. He recently received the Johnny Gaines Award for the Firefighter Rendering Community Service. Phil, congratulations. Thank you so much. How's it feel? Very humbling, very excited for that recognition. All right, and I've also got Assistant Chief Jeremy Finley here with me. Chief Finley, I understand you were involved in uh, selecting Captain Mash for the Johnny Gaines Award. Tell me about that. So it was an honor for the Rotary to invite us up, and, of course, it's always an honor for the Rotary to give out these awards to our firefighters and to our captains. And uh, Phil, was he was able to get the Johnny Gaines Award this year, and the uh, Johnny Gaines Award is based on community service. And it's really hard to pick out amongst all of our people because Columbia Fire, we've got some really shiny pennies, man, and it's hard to find a, a penny in that bunch that shines a little more than others. Uh, but this year it was Phil. And uh, Phil Phil got this based off of his uh, consistent pattern of, of helping the department going above and beyond. And, and this year the Phil helped with the training center. He helped get that thing up and running, uh, helped with the construction on it. He was a vital you know, key in that. But Phil also was responsible for keeping all of our trucks up and running. And he does all of our maintenance on our trucks. And the awards were based off of that. And uh, man, again, it, it, the community service is bigger than just being at the fire department. Uh, Phil gives back at the church. He gives back to his local community all the time. He's involved in all kinds of youth activities. And he just fit the bill this year of being our Johnny Gaines Community Service Award winner. That is absolutely fantastic. Now, you can tell me a little bit I know about Johnny Gaines, why there is an award named in his honor. I, he's a, 
a past firefighter for the city of Columbia. Tell me about it. So all firefighters give back to the community. That's what we do when we sign up for this job. And Johnny always went a little extra. Uh, he would always, on his off days, he would be the one downtown cleaning up the parking spots around the courthouse and around the city hall. Uh, Johnny always done extra for the community, and he set that bar really high. And we were glad in this year that Phil was able to reach that bar himself, and he was our Johnny Gaines winner for this year. That is fantastic. Again, Del Kennedy, Front Porch Radio. I'm with Chief Jeremy Finley at Station Number 2, Columbia Fire Department. I'm also with Captain Phil Mash, recipient of the Johnny Gaines Award for this year. Captain Mash, again, congratulations. Thank you very much. Thank you. While fiber internet makes it easier than ever to connect with family and friends online, United Communication knows that there's no substitute for spending time with loved ones live and in person during the holidays, which is why the broadband provider will give away over $2,000 in airline vouchers to Middle Tennessee residents through its Making Connections contest. Until November 10th, Middle Tennessee residents can enter the contest by submitting a personalized 30-second video online at united.net forward slash making dash connections, explaining who they would most like to visit this holiday season or in 2024 and the reasons they want to spend time together. United's fiber service makes it possible for our customers to keep in touch with their closest family and friends regardless of the miles between them, said United President CEO William Bradford. As we approach the holiday season, all of us at United Communications are excited to help some of our neighbors bridge that distance by traveling and connecting with those who matter to them most, he said. United Communications team members will review each video and select the top three entries, awarding a flight gift airline voucher valued at $1,200 for the first place winner, $800 for second place, and $200 for third place. The top 10 video submissions determined by United will compete in a round of public online voting for the opportunity to win a People's Choice Award and $150 Visa reward card. Participants must be at least 18 years old at the time of entry and reside within the Middle Tennessee eligibility area, which includes the following counties, Bedford, Davidson, Franklin, Giles, Murray, Marshall, Rutherford, Williamson, and Wilson. Contest winners will be announced on November 22nd. More information about the Making Connections contest, including detailed rules and requirements, is available online at united.net forward slash making dash connections. Yesterday, CoWork Inc. held their ribbon cutting in Spring Hill. WKOM WKRM's Mary Susan Kennedy attended the grand opening and spoke to Chris McKinley to learn more about what CoWork Inc. has to offer. This is Mary Susan Kennedy with Front Porch Radio. This afternoon, I'm in Spring Hill at the ribbon cutting and grand opening of CoWork Inc., an entrepreneur center and co-working space located on Town Center Parkway here in Spring Hill. I'm speaking with Chris McKinley, the owner of CoWork Inc. Congratulations, Chris. Tell us about what all you offer your clients here. Well, thanks for the congratulations. So the goal is to become an entrepreneur center for anyone who needs to work from home but doesn't want to be at home because of dishwasher, coffee machine, kids running, dogs barking, that sort of thing. So we offer private office space. You can rent an office by the day or by the month if you so choose. We have a conference room which comfortably seats eight, and you can come in, have your awesome conference meetings. We've got a television on the screen, large whiteboard, just to get all these creative juices flowing with your team so you're not having to do it over Zoom. Uh, We have printing services here. We have 24-7 access, or if you just need a spot to come and escape and 
whatever coffee shop you prefer is not open, come use our spot. We're a 24-7 facility. That is just perfect. I know quite a few people who work from home now, and they get really tired of the home environment, and they would love to come to this attractive, well-designed, lovely space. I know this is going to work great. And what's the best way for people to contact you for more information or to sign up? To sign up, you can go to the website. It's columbia.cowork.space. That's more Columbia-focused. We're multi-unit now. We have a co-working space down in Columbia and here in Spring Hill. Both offer similar amenities. Uh, the quickest way to me is email me, chris at cowork.space. Super easy. Go straight to my cell phone. I'm very responsive, and I'm happy to give you tours, trial runs, and just overall answer any questions you might have. Wonderful. You mentioned a cell phone. Do you want to give that cell phone number, or do they use the email? Cell number is 615-397-8718, and call text. It comes to me either way. And so let's repeat the website and cell phone, please. Sure. The website, columbia.cowork.space, cell number 615-397-8718. And on Facebook, we're just Muletown Cowork. That's perfect. Congratulations. I know it's going to do great. This is Mary Susan Kennedy with Front Porch Radio. Spring Hill Memorial Funeral Home is hosting a veterans memorial service, which will be held at 2 p.m. on Sunday, November 12th at Spring Hill Memorial Park Funeral Home and Cremation Services, located at 5239 Main Street in Spring Hill. The keynote speaker will be Lieutenant Colonel Jeff King. Special music will be provided and veterans will be honored. From November 6th through December 20th, the Prior Art Gallery at Columbia State Community College will be hosting the exhibition Native Americans and the West, featuring the pen and ink drawings of artist Bob Jones. Bob Jones achieves a level of detail in his pen and ink drawings that boggles the mind. His passion for Western art depicting Native Americans and cowboys goes beyond Uh, I'm sorry, goes back to second grade. Jones attended Harris School of Advertising Art in Nashville, which led to an illustrious career beginning in the 1960s, photographing and designing album covers for country music greats like Dolly Parton, Roy Orbison, Waylon Jennings, and Johnny Cash. An artist, illustrator, and photographer, Jones has many stories to share about his experiences in country music and his narratives of the West through pen and ink. Jones resides in Spring Hill. Prior Art Gallery on the Columbia campus will feature an artist reception on Thursday, November 16th from 5 to 7 p.m. The reception is free and open to the public. For your southern middle Tennessee weather, we will have a mix of sun and clouds today. We will have a near record high temperature of about 79 degrees. Winds will be out of the southwest at 5 to 10 miles per hour. Tonight, we can expect clear skies and a low of around 55 degrees. Winds will be light and variable. Let's take a break. When we come back, we'll cover state and national news that affect you. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee Today. As years go by, people may tend to forget just what a funeral is really all about. At Oaks and Nichols, we believe it's first and always a special remembrance of someone you love. We start by listening to your needs and desires. If you're unsure, we can help, gently, professionally. At Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, we haven't lost sight of why we're here, to serve Murray County families in the ways they prefer, and why your satisfaction is so important to Jeff Hargrove and Susie Sowell. There's a great deal of satisfaction in serving a family and serving them well. It's an eye for detail and thoughtfulness, and taking the time to see that things are done right. 
We do have nice facilities and good people, and we work hard to do things well, but we don't want that to intimidate people as to what they think it will cost. Taking care of you is our primary concern. Oaks and Nichols Funeral Directors, 320 West 7th Street in Columbia. Since 1856, people you can rely on. Family first. <laughs> My dad used to tell us that all the time. But family first wasn't just something he'd say to us. It was how he lived every day of his life. And it's how I try to live mine, too. At Shelter Insurance, our agents are dedicated to helping provide personalized auto, home, and life protection that puts your family first. For auto, home, life, or business insurance, see Shelter Agent Tommy Hyde Jr. at 388-2009. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole barn. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high-quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard, so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Hello, this is John McEwen with McEwen Group Real Estate, located at 17A Public Square in beautiful downtown Columbia. Our family has over 40 years' experience selling farms, residential, recreational, and all types of real estate here in Middle Tennessee. Check us out online at McEwenGroup.com or on Facebook and Instagram at McEwen Group, or give me a call today at 931-628-1749. McEwen Group, land is your legacy. This is Trey Adcock with Dixie Equipment Sales and Rental. We sell ASV and Wacker Noisen equipment. We also rent a wide variety of compact equipment in the Middle Tennessee area. Come see us. We are located in Columbia, Tennessee at 200 East 16th Street. You can call us at 615-969-0118 or visit our website at www.dixiediesel.com. We have been in business for over 42 years, and we would love to help you turn your project into reality. Deciding what your next home will look like, cost in construction, or timing can be intimidating. At The Way Realty, our licensed general contractors help take the fear out of home building by walking you through the step-by-step process of estimating the cost and designing the look that you desire. You can even stay in your house until your new house is finished. Do you have a family farm or a piece of land you would like to build on? Our prices start at $195 a square foot and include brick and nice finishes. 
come by our office and see what we can do for you at 800 Hatcher Lane in Columbia or call us at 931-580-4669. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today on WKOM 101.7 and WKRM 103.7. This program is sponsored in part by George Rylis and the great team at The Way Realty. I'm Tom Price. And now news from around the state. Nashville Mayor Freddie O'Connell has ordered an investigation after conservative media personality Stephen Crowder released what he said were documents from the Covenant school shooter online on Monday. I've directed Wally Dietz, Metro's law director, to initiate an investigation into how these images could have been released, Mayor O'Connell said in a statement. That investigation may involve local, state, and federal authorities. I am deeply concerned with the safety, security, and well-being of the Covenant families and all Nashvillians who are grieving, he said. Dietz said Monday that he couldn't confirm or deny the authenticity of the documents because of a pending litigation. At this time, we have limited information about this possible leak of documents related to the tragic shooting at Covenant School, Dietz said in a statement. The Metro Nashville Police Department released a statement late Monday afternoon saying the images were not affiliated with its investigation. The agency also confirmed that it it is cooperating with Metro Legal as it investigates how the documents were released. The photographs are not Metro Nashville Police Department crime scene images, police said in their statement. The police department has been in contact with a representative of Covenant families. Police department counselors are available to assist them in coping with the emotional trauma caused by the dissemination. Crowder's release comes amid an ongoing legal case involving the release of the writings and other documents. Tennessean reporters requested several records within days of the shooting on March 27th when the former Covenant student entered the school and killed six people, including three children. Several groups, including the Tennesseans, sued Metro Nashville after those records requests were denied. The school and Covenant families are intervening in the lawsuit and seeking to prevent the city from releasing the records. The case remains pending in court. Some organizations, like the Tennesseans, cited an interest in bringing to light additional facts regarding this incident, societal and mental health issues, and issues regarding firearms more broadly, which have not yet been revealed through other means according to the news organization's complaint. The records requested by the Tennessean are the documents in the shooter's possession prior to death, including those in the shooter's car and home, all police reports of the shooter in the Metro Nashville Police Department's possession, all calls for service to the Covenant School and the shooter's home from the past five years, and incident reports from Metro Nashville Police Department's responses to the shooter's home on March 27th. Tennessee gas prices are once again trending less expensive. Over last week, prices at the pump fell $0.08 cents on average. The Tennessee gas price average is now $3.02, which is $0.26 cents less expensive than both one month and one year ago. 63% of Tennessee gas stations have prices below $3. Tennessee is currently the ninth least expensive market in the nation. Let's take one last break. When we come back, we'll cover the final story of the day. You're listening to Southern Middle Tennessee today. 
Turner and Osborne Tire Company, 1016 South Main Street in Columbia. Give them a call at 931-388-6822. They've been doing business since 1947 and in their current location since 1964. They provide the best tire and mechanical work at some of the best prices in Middle Tennessee. Hey, they're official Michelin and Goodyear dealers, and they've got all kinds of brands as well. Stop by and see Walker Vining and his professional staff or check them out online at turnerandosborne.com. That's turnerandosborne.com. Looking for a physician? Choosing a healthcare provider for your family is one of the most important decisions you will make. Murray Regional Medical Group delivers primary care for individuals of all ages from newborns to adults and has an array of specialists ranging from endocrinologists to urologists. With locations in Murray, Lewis, Marshall, and Wayne counties, our experienced team can provide you with quality care close to home. For more information, visit murrayregionalmedicalgroup.com. Murray Regional Medical Group, your health is our primary care. Welcome back to Southern Middle Tennessee Today, and now our final story. Geodis Park announced the first concert for 2024. Green Day, with special guests Smashing Pumpkins, Rancid, and the Linda Lindas will bring the Saviors Tour to Nashville. In a statement Green Day shared, We've never been more excited to unleash new music than with Saviors, a record that's meant to be rocked live together. So let's thrash. We've got some amazing friends who are coming along for the ride, they said. This year marks the 30th anniversary of Green Day's 1994 certified diamond album Dookie and the 20th anniversary of 2004's juggernaut American Idiot. Tickets go on sale to the general public on Friday, November 10th at 10 a.m. at www.greenday.com. That's all for this edition of Southern Middle Tennessee Today on Kennedy Broadcasting WKOM WKRM Radio. If you ever miss a part or all of this broadcast, you can listen to it anytime or read the transcript online by visiting www.frontporchradiotn.com. It's always there for you. I'll be back tomorrow to update you with the latest news. I'm Tom Price. Thanks for listening. Be safe and have a great day.